Welcome to Invoking Witchcraft, the podcast where the sacred and profane come out to play. So call the quarters and set the round. It's time for another episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Invoking Witchcraft. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Britton, and I'm also known as Archaic Honey on the Instagrams. And we are here with Jay Allen Cross. You can call me Jay, and I am also known as Oregon Woodwitch on Instagram. Yeah, so we have a really fun show today. But before that, we always have to check in. How are you doing, Jay? I am doing great. The heat wave over the Pacific Northwest has broken. Um, which is wonderful. We are now in kind of the low 90s, uh, upper 80s, which downright feels chilly after that. Um, Somebody posted the other day, they're like, for those of you who are keeping track of solar anomalies, the sun has dragged its balls across the Pacific Northwest over the last few days. And I'm like, well, yes, exactly. (laughs) That is exactly what has happened. So the sun tried to murder us, but we are still here. We will see if um, someone lights off one sparkler on for the 4th of July and the entire state just goes up like the Christmas tree and national lampoon is just like, and then no more Oregon, but I'm hoping that we will get through it this year. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping folks are going to be using their noggins this weekend with 4th of July coming up. Y'all are hearing this in the future. And so it'll be well past 4th of July when you hear this, but this is what we're currently dealing with here. And yes, our forests here in Oregon are just dry, dry, dry. And hopefully no fires get started this year. But it's still really hot where I'm at in the vortex of Satan's asshole, as I like to call it. (laughs) It's very spicy area. Very spicy. Very hot. So, yeah, I think I'm doing well. I have 71 days of sobriety. Y'all have kind of heard a little bit about my sobriety journey here and doing... um, AA or also known as Alcoholics Anonymous. And we had uh, someone reach out to us who um, encouraged us to share Al-Anon and Alateen for anyone out there who may be struggling or you know someone who's struggling. We'll put some resources in the show notes if you're interested in that. And yeah. That is wonderful. And what a milestone too. You're over 70 days sober. I I swear the last time I did any sort of stretch was for Lent. And that was just a little over 40 days, I want to say. And that was terrible. But it's you're doing great. And I am so proud of you. Like you've Thank been sticking you. to it. And that's you, you should be very proud of yourself because that's a really important accomplishment. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I'm doing 90 meetings in 90 days. That's what they uh, suggest when you first enter the program. So just stick into it. One thing that's been happening is I've been having relapse dreams. Where I dream that I'm drinking. I had one last night and I was like, Oh my god, I have to I have to tell all my fellowship what's happening and that I've drank and I've got to reset my sobriety date. (laughs) And it's like, I have all this stress in my dream and I wake up and I'm like, I'm not hungover. It's fine. Everything's fine. I didn't drink. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's good. I bet that's a very normal part of it, though. It is. A lot of people have relapsed dreams. So it's just a part of the package. Yeah, it's going really well. Next comes the ones where you show up to a meeting naked in your dream. Right. Yeah, just... (laughs) 
fully naked, which, you know, I've had naked dreams and I feel pretty comfortable. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Deal with it. <laughs> Here's my bod. <laughs> so you are welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. We should all aspire to that level of confidence. Ugh. All right. So what do we have today? Do you want to tell them the theme of today's episode that I'm very excited about? Oh my gosh. So when Jay shared this with me, we had two topics to choose and I was like, we are doing this episode and it is on dollar store magic. Yes. We're going to go down to the dollar store. We're going to drop all of our dollars and we're going to make the magic happen. Which brings me to the first question I have for you is, is fancy expensive tools necessary for witchcraft? Absolutely not. Witchcraft comes from need. And um, yeah, from a place of need. So use what you have on hand. Like that is some of the most potent magic is like reaching for what is directly around you. And one thing I was taught in herbalism back in my herbalist herbalism days of school and whatnot, uh, my teachers always taught me the medicine that you need is right outside your front door. Like it's, it's right around you. And very often the plants, and the allies that we find right around ourselves, um, even though this is about dollar store magic, not about plant magic, it still applies. It's like right there for us. We don't need to go find that exotic route on Etsy or on some crazy website on the internet. Mm-hmm. We can use what we have right in our pantry or at our dollar store. Absolutely. We need to remember that magic will always belong to and come from people in need because people who have all the resources, who have everything that they could ever want, really have no use for magic, Um, especially the type of magic we do when it comes to folk magic. You know, magic happens when people have nowhere else to turn. And that's why it becomes so powerful is because the magic doesn't work because the candle you're using is pure beeswax, you know, that has never been tainted by anything. It works because you need it to. Um, and, and that's the important part. So today, we've uh, we've both gone on a bit of a field trip to our local uh, dollar store, kind of scoped out, you know, what we have there, what is available, things that you might be able to use for witchcraft and uh, let you know about it. So, and also to let you know that there is no shame in doing dollar store witchcraft. Like, I... I think I see on, you know, Instagram and social media a lot, people kind of looking down on like, oh, so-and-so with their dollar store candles or whatever. And again, it's about the need. It's about how we're doing the magic. And we have to remember that the poor have always been the ones that really um, brought folk magic out, especially in its most, in its most powerful forms. So would you like to uh, start us off with something that you found in the uh, dollar store area? Yes. So one of the first things that I saw when I walked in the door was citronella incense. Really? Yes. Citronella incense. I was like, well, here we go. We have a um, clearing incense. It clears the space. Also gets rid of those pesky mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but citronella is used in like removing evil, clearing a space. I think it's an ingredient in like Van Van oil Mm -hmm. or road opener. Yeah. So that was the first thing I found. And um, I did not pick up a packet of it, but I might go back and go grab some um, just to burn around the house just in case, you know, like you get like those 
kind of like sticky spots in your house where you're like, hmm, something's up and you just burn a little citronella incense. So that was the first thing that my eyes landed on. But I was looking for all over the store. I was like, all these little doodads could be used for magic. So we'll, we'll dive into more of that. But it was the citronella. The citronella. I think that that is super neat because I, I have actually never come across that as an incense before. Um, so that's mm-hmm. neat that you found it there. I'll have to go look too, because citronella is really super useful. So for those of you who aren't familiar with citronella, it's, you know, like when you get those mosquito repelling candles, or that, that's what it smells like is, is that kind of um, almost lemony um, musky scent. And it's really, really great at magical use because it does, you know, as Britain's talking about, you know, clear the area, but it also kind of forms a barrier that prevents other things from coming in. Because we have to remember too, a lot of the times these plants function the same way practically as they do magically. So people use citronella to keep mosquitoes away. And yet magically it's also going to use, be used to keep away, you know, pesky energies or, or um, pesky spells that might be coming for you. So I like to use citronella um, in a lot of things to kind of add that extra protective barrier around it. So that's awesome. That's actually really useful right out of the gate. (laughs) I know. I was so surprised when I found it. And uh, it's funny. I saw a person come up behind me and they grabbed a packet of it. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what you do. What you getting up to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh! So what? What was one of the first things you found? Um, for me, what kind of brought me into the dollar store magic area was the candles. They have great candles. Whether they're like they have the little tea lights and they have the little tapers and stuff like that. But that's where also um, you'll find a lot of the the novena candles, the seven day um, glass candles. Those are really wonderful. And you can find them there. You can find them normally in white and they usually have red. Um, sometimes they will have orange and especially around Halloween, they'll have both orange and black and sometimes they'll have purple too, um, which is really cool because those ones can be hard to find. And of course, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to affect your magic that these are... Um, like paraffin candles, but if you are burning a lot of them, I do recommend kind of having a window open or some sort of ventilation because they can kind of put off some fumes. Um, But magically speaking, they're, they're perfectly useful for all kinds of stuff. And they're really nice to have on hand for just emergencies or backup or whatever. And it's nice that we can find them and not have to break the bank. I've seen Novena candles at metaphysical stores for like $8. And I'm like, that's not necessary at all. Right. When I buy them in bulk on Amazon, I know y'all just single-handedly upholding capitalism. I stole that from you, Jay. The worst. (laughs) 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 They're so expensive on Amazon and I'll buy them in bulk and they end up being like $4 a candle. And you can go to the dollar store and buy a Novena candle for a buck. And um, that was also what I found. I went directly after the citronella incense, ran right over to the candle section And I found Holy Guardian Angel candles, Sacred Heart of Jesus candles, and Our Lady of Guadalupe, which I was so excited because I've been working with Guadalupe um, recently in my rosary practice. So I was super stoked because I've been wanting, I I felt like spirit. I was like, yep, here it is. But they also had um, blank green, white, and red candles too. So like you were saying, they had blank candles. So I know, like, I live in a rural town, a small town, and I can't find Novena candles 
anywhere. And there they were at the, on the bottom shelf of my dollar store. So now I know where to get them. I love that. And I love it too, when they have like the specific like spirit ones too. So a lot of the times they'll have Guadalupe and St. Jude will be ones that they have a lot of the time, but I love that you found Sacred Heart of Jesus. Um, And also when you're looking for different colors, check around the different holidays. So like if it's nearing St. Patrick's Day, they'll probably have a bunch of the green ones. Or if it's um, like around 4th of July, I'm sure that at some point they'll probably have red, white, or blue ones or, or things like that. So definitely check back during holiday times to see what kinds of different ones they have. And I love the guardian angel ones. People sleep on those, but your guardian angel is very real. And burning those can be very helpful in kind of contacting them or at least letting them know that you really appreciate them or, or letting them know that you need them very near during a certain time. Um, so definitely, mm-hmm. definitely don't sleep on those. Yeah, they also had um, lots of candle holders and whatnot. And there was also some other incenses there. So if you're needing like, you know, uh, votive holders and things like that, mm-hmm. they had a slew of them. So a lot of good resources there. Yeah, all kinds of candle accessories can be found there, which is wonderful. I love, um, especially because candlesticks and candle holders can be so expensive. That like I, I tried to find a pair of candlesticks online and they were all like $70 in Pottery Barn. And I'm like, no, I just need something to hold my candles. Like, <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah. So you can find them there yeah. and you can get um, you can get some of the really nice glass ones there. Lots of candle accessories there that you can find of all kinds. Mm-hmm. And they were really beautiful too. Like some of them had that like cracked glass. So you get like that reflection going out. And I mean, think about it. Like these little things can, can like boost your magic. So think about that reflection of the light spreading out, you know, and how mm-hmm. that can play a part in your magic and whatnot. You just got to look a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So one of the other things that I find in the dollar store that I absolutely love, and this is kind of one of the main things I go to to the dollar store for, um, at least magically speaking, and it's in the candle section, you will find mirror tiles or little mirrors. And I'm like, yes, it's so perfect because they're like, they'll have little round ones or they'll have little square ones that you can find. And so if you need them for reversals or if you're making wards that are, you know, little mirrors or things like that, um, they're very, very useful. Um, So I have found those there and they are really perfect. And you can find like hand mirrors there too, kind of like in the beauty kind of cosmetic section. um, If you want something with a handle, because the mirror tiles are very much just kind of like a cutout piece of, of mirror or glass. Um, So if you want something kind of more put together, you can go into the cosmetic section, but I love using their mirror tiles for things like reversals uh, because they're big enough that I can put a candle on top of them, like a, like a reversal novena. And that's really helpful when we do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the mirror tiles too. And I like to put mirrors in my windows just to like reflect back anything that might be coming my, you know, like negative things that might be coming my way. So mm-hmm. I'll wash the mirror with rue or rosemary and hyssop or something like that and just wash it and then set it in my window. And then, you know, I pray over it and do the ward setting um, from mm-hmm. by Prick of Thorn. By and rest, rest of, of nail. nail and prick of thorn. Yes, that book. I always get the title backwards by Athelia Sebastiani. Yeah, Althea, I believe, is Althea Sebastiani. Um, 
Right. Shout out to them, right. Lady Althea, on pretty much all platforms. Give them a shout out and definitely buy their book. Yeah, it's a great book. So I set the wards and um, put them in my window. Um, and you can also like, if you have a front garden or potted plants, you could also put them there. Um, just like, nobody's going to notice that. They're just going to like, oh, it's a shiny mirror. You know, <laughs> like, they're not going to be like, why do they have a mirror in their window? <laughs> It's not going to look too witchy unless, you know, you paint some sort of symbol on it with your blood or something. But otherwise, it's going to be pretty low profile. Mm -hmm. So another thing. Oh, what's that? I was going to tell you a quick, really terrible story. The first time I went to a festival, I went to the dollar store and bought one of those because I knew I was going to need some sort of like a travel mirror because I was going to be like, you know, out in the woods or whatever and had to put on face paint or whatever. And my mom found it and she definitely thought it was for cocaine. Uh, and I'm like, first of all, <laughs> um, I'm not Scarface. This is not the Italian mafia. I'm not going to be doing cocaine off of a mirror <laughs> um, or at all. But I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. So be careful when you buy your mirror tiles because your mother might think that you're doing the cocaine. So. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that I found was um, wooden wreaths. Oh, yeah. So they were blank wreaths and you can weave things into them. And I was like, what a perfect foundation to weave in some like if you have fresh cut rosemary or fresh cut rue, you can build yourself your own wreath to hang on your door or somewhere in your house to create a protective ward or even you could do one for luck or money or whatever you like um because reeds are very beautiful so i found that and i was like it gave me an idea i was like maybe i'll make myself a wreath and imbue some magic into it that is such a great idea i once saw somebody who made they, they made wreaths for the individual um like pagan holidays things like beltane and and Samhain and all that but then they also made a big one that had all the different ones in different sections of the wreath so it, like the wreath was the wheel of the year um and i thought that was super cool yeah that's really neat yeah yeah so you can pick up a wreath for a buck and then weave in plants or um decorate it with you can even use uh i saw at the dollar store they also had um plasticky flowers like fake flowers and whatnot you could even do fake flowers and weave in little, like if you don't have enough rosemary or enough rue to cover a whole wreath, because mm-hmm. that does take a lot of plant material. Um, you can just in- intersperse it through the wreath mm-hmm. and create something really beautiful. And that's a great way too to have kind of hidden magic that's in plain sight, mm-hmm. because a lot of times people um, might have to hide, you know, their practice or, or maybe just simply don't want to show people. And so, you know, doing something like a wreath looks so very normal in a space that no one's going to question it, even if you do have like very special plants in it or, or if you like weave some crystals into it or, or whatever it is that you're doing, um, it's going to be very low profile, but that's a great way to kind of work that magic out in public. And it's also a great gift too. like, I, people, again, they, they don't go to the dollar store for gifts, but I do highly recommend it. Cause sometimes you can find really cool stuff there. Um, like the yeah. wreath. And I love what you're talking about yeah. with the flowers too. 
Oh, yeah. So I was, you just made me think of hanging little danglies from it. Like you could hang danglies. I know it's such a, a scientific word here for <laughs> dangle decorations, <dangles>. but <laughs> diddle bops. You could hang things from it like hagstones or crystals or um, protective sticks. I know that sounds weird, but like if you get some rowan or hawthorn, you can also string that up and make it look really aesthetically pleasing. And like Jay said, it is a subtle kind of hidden magic because nobody's going to like walk up to your door and be like, oh, wow, that wreath is so witchy. You know, the, you know, it's just going to blend right in. So nobody will really question it. I love that they're hanging stuff from it. And somebody once told me they're like, witches just love jars and dangly things. And I'm like, that's not incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Mm-hmm. But I love what you're talking about too, with the the plastic flowers, because they can sometimes make for really excellent um, like altar decor. So on mine, I have like these great big, really kind of nice plastic flowers on it, but there, there are some times where you do want something that's going to be there long term. Um, that's not going to die so much. So I do put fresh flowers on my altar, but as far as like my altar decor, I, I do have artificial flowers on it. And I, I just like kind of the, the tone it sets for the space and whatnot. Um, so that was something that was on my list too, was the, the fake flowers. Cause you can really use those. Um, mm-hmm. but also just like altered decor in general is just kind of like all over the dollar store. Um, I found a bunch of really neat things, you know, like we were talking about candle holders. Um, you can find like little plates and stuff like that. Um, little statues as well as things that they have. So kind of like altar decor in general is something that's going to be all over the dollar store. So if you are either building mm-hmm. your first one or you're looking to revamp or to add to it or whatever, highly recommend checking it out before you go and sink a bunch of money on like really special fancy stuff. Um, and this is really important too, especially if you're just starting and you don't know if you're going to stick with it. Um, or maybe you're kind of building a certain kind of altar that you're not sure you're going to stick with. Um, you know, do dollar stuff first and then, you know, replace later with fancier stuff if you feel the need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I did see the statuary in the store too. And, um, I found like, um, a golden fist it was like a, a power fist. I don't know. It was really neat. And I was like, wow, if you need to like, it looked like they were making like a stop hand or something like that. Or just, yeah. it was really cool. I was like, wow, that could be really handy. They also had rhinos and elephants and they had little angel figurines and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh, little Buddhas and stuff. So yeah, definitely give the statuary area a look over to see if there's anything that you find. And there was, yeah, lots of little dishes and bowls. And little dishes and bowls are really helpful when you're making offerings. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've gone to places like uh, World Market is a really fun store, but it is expensive. And you can get like, you know, there's like a little dish that's like five bucks. And you can pick it up for a dollar at the dollar store and it looks just as cool. Yep, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have actually ran across that before where I've seen things that are like more expensive at other stores and then gone to the dollar store and found the exact same one. <laughs> so I'm like, yep. oh, perfect. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do you have on the list? So I have craft supplies. Ooh. Yeah, love craft supplies. So I found 
little cardboard boxes um, in like the shape of a circle or like a rectangle. And you can use those as like a mirror box. Uh If you need somebody to see themselves and see their bullshit, you can create a mirror box. Um, It's also just handy to be able to put things in. You can decorate it and um, put all sorts of, you can just douse it in glitter. I know we're kind of anti-glitter here, but here we are talking about artificial flowers and whatnot. We contradict ourselves. <laughs> always, always, but that's, that's fine. Always, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I found um, little craft boxes. What would you do with a craft box? I would, for me, little craft boxes are helpful for storage because I have a lot of little things that just need some place to be put. So like I have a lot of like tiny rocks or like um, little piles of rusty nails or things like that. that need to like be put somewhere. And so having a little box like that would be really helpful. Um, and they're also good too, for storing things like your tarot cards or your, um, your divination supplies or your pendulum or something like that, where if it needs to be mm-hmm. out of sight, um, that can be really helpful. And the craft area too is, is really great because we have not only like things like boxes, but also there's like, um, there's like string and there's sometimes yarn and um, kind of like cord type things, uh, which is great. And sometimes you can find scissors, um, all kinds of stuff, which is really helpful in this work. Um, And also if you can find like certain types of pens there, you can write on the Novena glass and then decorate the Novena glass to be something. So you can go and get Mm -hmm. some like, you know, fake press on jewels or, you know, some, you know, Sharpies that are going to write on the glass or whatever. And then you can kind of decorate and make your own Novenas without having to go out and kind of buy a specially made one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of going back to the box thing. I have a, um, a queen Elizabeth root or Oris root pendulum. If you read, uh, yeah, if you read Hoodoo Urban Root Magic, they have uh, instructions on how to make a pendulum out of a Queen Elizabeth root. And um, I use it in relationship readings and whatnot. And um, I did the exact same thing. I went to a dollar store and I went and found a box because the um, pendulum was very vocal with me. They gave me a name. They told me how they wanted to be stored. They wanted a bed. And so I created a bed out of like red fabric and like made it this whole beautiful nest. And the box was like super cheap, very handy. And I decorated it and everything. And um, I keep it stored away because they wanted a, a lot of divination tools often, you know, they have their own spirit. So they want to be kept somewhere quiet, private, comfortable, mm. kind of like my bone throwing set. They want to be wrapped up in a soft scarf. So that's where I keep them. Interesting. I like that though. And and I love that the root told you because sometimes they will be very vocal about what it is that they want. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I also found little tins. Oh. Yeah, like 10 boxes instead of paper boxes. I found 10 boxes. So you need something a little more sturdy. That's actually really nice. I do like to use tin for... Um, a lot of stuff just simply because I am what is it Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street who lives in the trash can Um, I like (laughs) I like trash magic 
Um, so I collect things like tin cans and turn them into like wind chimes and wards and crap. So <laughs> I love it. Love a tin box. So what else did you find? So the one that I uh, really love is their glassware section. And yes. it's hilarious because I feel like me and every other witch has the dollar store goblet <laughs> That's like the cut glass, like it looks really fancy, but you you definitely know it's from Dollar Tree, especially because I've seen this like chalice in like 900 different photos of different witches on Instagram, because, you know, we're all rocking that dollar store magic, whether we admit it or not. I find a lot of the time. Um, so mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I, that I notice a lot, but I love going through their glassware section because not only... Do they have like the really fancy ones if you're if you're looking for something kind of like, you know, very goblet-esque? But also um, for a lot of this work, sometimes the glass that you get has to be um, disposable. And so you don't want to go out and buy like a $7, you know, wine glass when you can just go down to the dollar store. Um, so I have a lot of different types of glasses that I use for different things. Um, so if I'm going to be um, needing a new offering glass for a new spirit that I'm working with or a new saint that has shown up, um, you know, you can just pop over to the dollar store, get them their own one um, in a very specific size that meets your needs. Um, and then you have that. Or um, when doing things like Olympia con Cuevo, where you do the egg cleansing, um, you you crack it into a glass, but then that is a glass that you do not want to use again because that egg has picked up so much nasty stuff and then you you put it into the glass. Um, and so we, when it comes to something like that, it's nice to have just like a dollar store glass so you don't have to use like one of the good glasses from your cupboard that, you know, you're going to be losing or whatever, you know, having a dollar store glass. Um I also have other glasses that I use for like divination or for certain types of like reversal works or whatever. Um, And so I keep all of those separate and that's easy to do because I'm not spending a whole lot of money. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can find other stuff there too. Like I found great, like um, they have like bottles in that section as well that are like, um, like the little like olive oil bottles and things like that so that they, they still hold stuff and and that way they're easy and pourable or they have like little tiny pitchers and whatnot. Um, that are pourable as well. So it's it's a great way to kind of like get that witchy feeling without paying the full witchy bill on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw all the glasses and whatnot and um, it never occurred to me. I mean, I usually when I go to the dollar store, I'm looking for something like one thing very specifically and I'm an in and out kind of person. So I just mm-hmm. go to the place, pick up the thing and leave. Um, but as I was just perusing the store, I did see all that beautiful glassware and it's cheap. So, yeah, if you need to have, like, water for your ancestors or something like that, and you need a glass, because a lot of the time, you know, we don't want to use the glasses that we have in our cupboard um, because we need them. So buying an additional glass can be really helpful. Yeah. And they have things, too, that are, like, bowls as well that are, like, really pretty mm-hmm. looking. So if, if you're looking for, like, a 
something that looks like a cut crystal bowl or whatever, you can get those there as well. And so those are, I like to have those on hand for cleansing because I like the glass for the cleansing. And it's also, it, it just looks really neat. And so sometimes that aesthetic portion is, is helpful in the work because you're like, Ooh, yes, this feels very magical. Um, so some of their stuff mm-hmm. is, is really neat. And like, like we we're talking about earlier, like they have other bowls that are small and like little plates and stuff like that, that are really helpful in the work. And that's all pretty much in the mm-hmm. same section. Yeah. So this is random, but I thought it was a pretty cool knickknack. Um, I found a fortune pin, a pin that when you click it, you know, to get the pin, you know, to eject, uh, it gives you a new fortune. Really? Yeah. So I, I thought that was really cute and kind of interesting. So I was like, if you want to like get a, like a yes or a no, you know, on a situation, you could have this little pin. I mean, don't limit yourself here, even though it's a plasticky pin, like it's still really cool. Right. You could totally use that. I'm very into like, um, like novelty divination, like me and that magic eight ball. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you ever played with the, um, the little fish that you put in your hand? Yes. It's so cool. I love it. So what it is, is like you get this little plastic sleeve and inside of it is this, um, I don't know what it's made of, but it's this little fish and you place it in your hand and it will curl against your body heat. And depending on how it curls, you get a fortune. So if it like curls all the way up, it means, I don't know what the meanings were. I can't remember because it's been a while, but it'll curl like all the way up or it'll flip its tail or it'll flip its head up. Mm -hmm. And like, I love those little cool little divination knickknacks they're just really neat they're so cool i have i have a bunch of them somewhere somebody sent me some and i've i've kept them but i do love them because they are just like this little paper thin little fish and you just set it in your palm and it starts to it'll it just suddenly starts to move um so it'll either like she was saying you know kind of like curl all the way up or, or you know one under the other will go up and each one means something different and it says on the package kind of how to tell. So it's a little bit kind of like a mood ring, but it's, it's fancier and and kind of more exciting. I forgot about mood rings. Oh my gosh. I had green fingers from like 97 to 2005 because of mood rings, because I love them so much. (laughs) They're so fun. So what's something else that you found? Um, Now what I love is to combine kind of like the mundane and the magical. And so one thing that I often find there are just kind of like your regular household cleaners, but sometimes in smaller batches. So things like pine saw, things like fabuloso, um, and, and kind of things of that genre can very much be used in your magical practice. Because let me, let me tell you, I absolutely hate to clean. Like, it's just not something that I like to do. But if I can turn it into something that I feel is a magical act, then I will definitely do it. So if I can, you know, I may not like to mop my floor, but if I can do it with something that's also going to purify the energy and make it into something kind of witchy, then I'm much more likely to do it. And so when we're working with some of these things, things like um, pine salt will sometimes come, you know, in different scents, you know, like pine salt itself can be very cleansing. Um, but sometimes they have like that citronella scent that we were talking about earlier, or they'll have like a lemon scent. 
um, which is good magically speaking. And then the fabuloso is often kind of in a lavender scent. And so these different types of cleaners, depending on kind of what their their flavor or their scent is, I guess, probably not flavor, don't drink them to find out. Um, but but what whatever scent they are will impart um, a certain magical quality to them as well, especially if you take the further steps to kind of what my friend Meg calls witch it up a little bit, where you, you know, you say a prayer over it, you might, you know, put some herbs into your bottle of pine salt for it to steep, you know, um, drop a pinch of hyssop in there and then use it to clean your floors to take care of whatever nastiness might be on it, both physical and spiritual is really helpful. Mm -hmm. I saw that too. When I was walking through the cleaning section, I found the lavender scented products, um, lemon and orange. And yeah, those were really handy to find um, because you're going to pay a lot more for them at a regular store. So you can pick them up for super cheap and um, don't knock those basic cleaners. They can still do the job. Absolutely. So I also found bags of salt, like pink Himalayan salt. Really? And yes. So you can use, you know, salt is all purpose. You can use it for a multitude of things. Um, I really like to use pink Himalayan salt in like a self-love bath just for that color indicator because it's pink mm. um, and to kind of clean as well. Um, but I also found lots of spices. Uh, shout out to Temperance Alden of Wild Woman Witchcraft and her McCormick Coven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a ton of spices and whatnot that you can utilize. Like if you just need some cheap black pepper, you know, there you go. Um, they had oregano, basil, all the stuff. So you can pick up really cheap herbs and whatnot if you're in need. I love that. And I love that they have the pink Himalayan salt too. Like I, I was expecting, you know, regular salt, but I haven't, haven't seen the pink salt there yet, um, which is really neat mm -hmm. because it's, it's very useful. A lot of times people think that it's like the only kind that you can use for everything. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do like you're talking about in like love work or things like that, especially like in love and crossing or like, kind of getting over emotional things as well. Um, using that pink Himalayan salt to kind of cleanse that away is very helpful. Um, I like to use the pink salt with lemon balm if I'm going to be doing like love uncrossing work for somebody, like if their love life is totally oh, yeah. just messed up, um, use that and that will help take off whatever is on them and kind of course correct a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On a different note, kind of in connection to like cleaning supplies and whatnot, I found I went to the bath and body section and I found more salts. So I found like bath salts and I found them in like lavender, jasmine and all sorts of other scents and whatnot. But I also saw like lavender hand cream. So you can like utilize bath and body products depending on their scent, like if it's lavender or jasmine or something like that you know, they can help you with certain things. And the other thing too, with bath products, you can also buy them unscented and you can add your magical oils to them. Mm -hmm. So adding a few drops of like, um, Van Van oil, I, I actually do that a lot. I use a unscented body cream, but I dab a little bit of Van Van oil and I rub my body from the toes up mm -hmm. when I'm doing with the, the Van Van. So yeah, that's like another area of the store that you should definitely check out. 
I love that. And especially kind of doing it from the bottom upwards, that's going to be kind of bringing all of that wonderfulness into you, um, which is wonderful. I love that. Um, and I, I agree, especially with a lot of these bath and body products, they're excellent bases for further witching. So, you know, you might just mm-hmm. go pick up like your standard lavender bath salt, and then you go home and you add herbs to it to um, kind of enhance that power that it's already kind of geared in that direction, either stuff for love or things for like healing or relaxation or whatnot can be added to it. And same thing with like, you're talking about the creams and the the lotions and whatnot, you know, you can put all kinds of oils in there or different types of, of plants in them as well. Though I guess maybe you wouldn't want to put plants in like a lotion because then you're just kind of crusty afterwards. With some. Yeah. You're all covered in herb matter. Mm-hmm. And then you can um, also, they, I noticed that they had like the little locking jars, you know, with a little hinge on them yes. and whatnot. So if you do get a bath product, you know, sometimes when you add more to it, it will overflow. So say you got like a pot of a body cream, um, you can uh, decant it into the other container and mix it up. And then you have like, you know, you've spent like $2 on a whole nice little lotion-y setup to do magic with. Absolutely, which I think is great. A lot of them too, especially kind of my local one here, carries a lot of religious products in it. So things like wall crosses that they have a bunch of or um, little like freestanding crosses. Uh, I mean, it's a dollar store, so some of them are like a little off kilter. But <laughs> you know, if, if you find if you find a go down, I find that that's a great place for things like um, things like wall crosses to protect your home, or things that you can set up like above your doors to protect your home as well um, is really nice. And they also have um, they'll also have like tiny Bibles too sometimes that are little travel signs. Um, And so some people like to either read sections of the Bible for their spell work or in, in some paths of magic too, you want to like tear out certain pages of the Bible and then use them in the work. Um, And if you're going to be doing that, then you don't want a big expensive leather bound Bible that you're just going to be tearing pages out of and just like ruining right off the bat. So if, if you're looking for something like that, you know, going to, a dollar store is going to be really helpful, which I've, I've really liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we, do you have any other things that you found at the dollar store? Um, sometimes you can find like notebooks and like, I did see that. Yeah. Which can be really nice, especially like if you're looking for just like a, a cheap starter book of shadows, something to kind of jot down your progress in until you get something more permanent. Very useful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how do you feel about branching out beyond just the dollar store what about like okay so here on the west coast we have grocery outlets the gross out grocery outlet the gross out gross me outlet is what i like to call it (laughs) my mom always used to call it the used food store the used (laughs) food store yeah so i think most places have a bargain grocery store market and that's another place where you can usually find some like nice cleaners and whatnot at my grocery outlet they have the mrs myers cleaners Mm. and they come in like basil lavender citrus and all that stuff and they almost always carry dr bronner's you will hear me singing praises to dr (laughs) bronner's because it is just so multi-purpose 
in your um, magical practice. It can be a body wash. It could be a floor cleaner. Um, do your dishes with it, all that. So bargain markets in general. And what about thrift stores? Thrift stores, indeed. You know where I get some of the best stuff is Goodwill. Mm-hmm. For sure. And now, I, I don't know if it's like this in the rest of the country, but over here in kind of like the Portland area, we're like thrift shopping is like a big cultural staple. Um, Goodwill has gotten very expensive in some areas, but I find if I'm outside of Portland, um, it's actually very affordable. But that's where I get a lot of stuff like um, really cool bottles um, and little pitchers and especially candlesticks and candle holders. I find really fancy ones there. Um, Now be aware though, if you do get the glass ones, Some of them are better than others. I have found that the glass ones do crack um, once the candles burn down too low. So if you do get those, um, maybe pull your candles out of them before they go down all the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have found some really great stuff in thrift stores. Um, I often come across lots of um, pictures, like framed pictures and whatnot. I found a series of owl photos. I was having a moment with owls for a little bit. And found a bunch of owl pictures. And so now I have like, but they're all spooky owls. They're not like that. Remember the phase on Etsy where like owls were really popular, like the owl mm-hmm. pendants and whatnot. So the there are none of them are like, yeah, the like really cutesy. These are all spooky as fuck owls. So uh, I have like of owls. Death. Yes. I have them perched above like windowsills or above a door sill and they're like keeping watch. They're little guardians in my house, kind of like you would have a gargoyle or something, which I've also seen gargoyles at grocery outlet. That is true. Occasionally they do have gargoyles at places like Goodwill or like the dollar store as well, especially if you're around certain holidays um, with the dollar store, especially you'll be able to find them. Um, But I love that. Yeah, a gargoyle can be a really great place to um, set a ward or something protective because that's what they were traditionally used for. And they also used to represent spirit of place as well sometimes. So those can be really handy and perhaps could even be like a home for a spirit to like for them to anchor into. So that's something that's uh, possible, too. Absolutely. Any kind of statuary can definitely be used as a home for a spirit. I plan one day when I actually have a house with a yard, I'm going to have a little army of garden gnomes that are going to fuck anyone up that tries to mess with us. And that will be wonderful. Um, But yeah, so whenever you are low on money and you are looking to work the magic, do not overlook the dollar store or the thrift store or any of these places. Um, Oh, even little Mexican grocery stores are wonderful. Those are my favorite. Because they have like the little like El Guapo or like some of the other different brands of like the little baggies full of herbs. And when you go to like, not just like a Safeway, but like an actual Mexican grocery store, they'll have a really big expanded section of that. I have found like, um, like Rose of Jericho, the the resurrection plant there for like a dollar fifty for like two of them in a little bag and they both opened <laughs> so i i thought i'm like these are gonna be dead and these are gonna be crusty nope they came back to life wonderfully so that's how i got both of mine um so yeah don't be afraid of these places and if anyone tells you that like oh you know you're 
your supplies have to be like really super high quality and they have to be like very special wax or whatever. No, remind them where this magic comes from, which is places of need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. And yeah, a big shout out again to thrift stores. Like you can find some really, really magical and unique things in thrift stores. So don't overlook that. And like Jay was saying, it doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't need to come from that hot Instagram ad on your, you know, that you see in your Instagram stories. Like those happen for me all the time. I'll just be scrolling through stories and like this ad for like, I don't know, some special candle will pop up and it's like an $80 candle. And I'm just like, uh, no, I'm just going to the dollar store and I'm going to pick up a Novena candle for a buck and do just as potent, if not more potent magic with that. Right. And one thing too, that we forgot to mention is places like dollar stores and whatnot will often have like little sewing kits or pins and needles or like little batches of like nails for like household chores and whatnot. So yeah, there's so much that can be done. In these things. So do not be afraid to work that dollar store magic. Yeah, y'all. Go out there and do it. And remember do witchcraft. Do it. Support for this podcast comes from our listeners. If you would like to support Invoking Witchcraft with a one time donation, please go to invokingwitchcraft.com backslash donate or If you'd like to become a premium listener, join the coven at invokingwitchcraft.com backslash coven. There you'll get access to our exclusive Facebook group for discussion and connection, as well as access to occasional workshops. We hope to see you there. 